Tales from the Chair is not intended to diagnose or treat any condition, illness, or disease. The information shared in this podcast is not a substitute for mental health treatment. Should you or a loved one require further assistance, please seek out a licensed professional. Hello again, this is Carlos Cardenas. Welcome back to Tales from the Chair. Today's episode? Hey, you're doing all right now. It's time for you to go. Therapy is one of these few industries where my specific existence in your life is actually to no longer exist in your life. And here's what I mean. You have a problem, emotional, situational, just you're trying to figure something out. You go to see a therapist and generally, the main thing you want to do is get better so that you no longer see that therapist. I think that there, there's a few industries where that's the case. A doctor, probably with lawyers. But I am such an emotional toll on you because of the things that we talk about and the things that we go through that you want to get rid of me as quickly as possible. And the thing is, generally, we actually get to do that. If you get yourself a good therapist and you find that the things that you work on actually get better, we no longer are useful to you and you get to get out of therapy. And that's not actually a bad thing. And a question that I often get at the beginning of therapy is how long is this process? Which number one, fantastic question as if there is an actual answer to it that is generalized, but also furthermore, if you really look at its core, it's when do I never get to see you again? Which frankly, I'm not gonna take that personally because that is what therapy should be about. It's not about me, it's about you being better. So let's go into a few things, shall we? So let's start off with the stats. If you look at the general overlay of statistics regarding therapy, Generally, a person that goes into therapy will be in sessions on average seven, eight times in the span of their visit to it. Now, if you go deeper into it, that's not based on theory. That is not based on what you're coming in for. If you are dealing with a child who is having behavioral issues or you know a divorce that's occurring or you're dealing with couples work, there is plenty of reason for you to actually be with a therapist for a very prolonged amount of time. And there are some situations where you're dealing with anxiety or you're dealing with an event that occurred, you need to manage it in a better way, and you might be able to come in and out of therapy in a relatively quick amount of time. So seven to eight times doesn't take into account any of those little details. But if you wanna break it down any further, there are certain kind of therapists. They follow up a methodology called solution-focused therapy. And that actually is a kind of therapy that is based on trying to get in and out of therapy within three to four sessions in your tenure. Then there are other kind of therapeutic systems where you are actually thinking more along the lines of once a week for a prolonged amount of time. There are other therapeutic systems, intensive treatment. You usually see that for you know, substance issues, or you see that for much more complicated couples work where you're actually potentially looking at maybe 30 sessions over the span of a certain amount of time. It is a very wide swath. 
my rule of thumb that I generally tell people is actually very loosey-goosey. I tell them, you go in maybe with the intention of three meetings. And then if you're doing better, you slow down the progress to a much slower clip. If you are moving along, maybe you keep it at that rate. And well, at some point you get rid of me. Therapy is a very flexible format. So there is actually no answer. What I generally want to focus more with people on is, well, when do you stop? And when we talk about when does therapy end, a common thing that I will run into with people is that they actually do not know when it's time to stop. If you take away factors like no longer am I a good fit for you or that the money is starting to become a problem and you just cannot afford the therapy anymore and it really is just about I am better and do I need to do this anymore or does it work the same way as it did before? It's actually a lot more gray. And what I actually almost have with people is that moment at the end of Ferris Bueller where if you've ever seen that movie, at the end of the movie, Ferris Bueller just randomly comes out of the shower or whatever it may be and he tells people, hey, the movie's over, go home now. And believe it or not, that is actually what a lot of my good end of cases almost go like. Where I have to tell people, hey, you're right now. You, you, you can go. And I, let me put a little disclaimer real quick. So therapy actually most times is an ongoing process, right? You could always better yourself. You could always do another thing to improve yourself. But as much as I would like to think, not only from a financial standpoint and from just the general maintenance of being an individual and always wanting to do better, you could keep a therapist in perpetuity. But being reasonable and in terms of you were able to do it before I existed, you'll be able to do it after I'm gone, there's a certain point where it's time to say goodbye. So when we come back, We'll talk about some instances in which I generally run into and, well, what should you do if you ever find yourself in this situation? My record for shortest tenure with an individual was one session. A couple came in due to an infidelity that occurred and I don't know what magical potion I imposed on these two. But in that meeting, we got into issues of their communication. We got into issues of why did things happen, threw out several different solutions and options that just kind of spoke to them. They hit the ground running and they were a one and done. I am not full of myself. Even though you might have a different opinion to that as I say it. But these were individuals that after they came in the first time, they decided to almost give me like text updates of we're doing amazing and this is so fantastic. I don't know what it is, but we just immediately did everything and A, B, and C got all these things resolved. And that might have been the unicorn of sessions. And again, were they all honestly completely fine? I don't know. But they sure as heck for a while were letting me know that they felt grateful for what had occurred. And 
at least as far as things are concerned, I'm going to take that as a win. There are some people that come in, they say that they're fine, and then they go away. I never hear from them again. So it's just kind of left up in the air, and that's fine. But that I will always look at as, okay, you know, I'm going to take it as this is the world record holder of the shortest amount of therapy that ever happened. And by the way, if you think in any way, shape, or form that that is actually a standard, or that is what the magic is going to be of a therapy session with a therapist, hey, there's a possibility for that uh, in the same way that a meteor falling on your head is a possibility, but I wouldn't count on it, and that's perfectly fine. Now, on the opposite side of the spectrum, I also have people that will come in once a week for over a year. And that's not a sign that the therapy isn't working. That's not a sign that the therapy is actually useless to them. It's just simply their situation allows for their continued presence in the office. On average, I would say that I probably meet with people about four to five times in their tenure. I have a lot of long-standing individuals that I work with, but from start to end, I would say, and the data is probably skewed because I work with a lot of children, so behavioral issues are very cut and dry start and end, four to five meetings. With couples, I would hazard to say 10 to 12, but on average in total, that's probably my ratio. One of my favorite experiences that I like to look back on is a case that I had a long time ago of an individual who came in with so much baggage, so many things going on, and just the girth of problems that this individual had to do. And all right, let's let's be honest here. Do not think that I am some sort of weird masochist or uh, just person that takes pleasure in people's problems. That's That's not what it is. It's just how this all played out is something I just kind of like to think of and just, oh man, cool. This this is probably why what I do is so fantastic. And no matter how bad it is, this is a good example of like what it looks like on the other side. So I worked with somebody a long time ago which suffered from panic attacks. Basically, they felt like they were going to die whenever they had a panic attack. They couldn't breathe. They couldn't be able to function. They just coiled up in a ball and would go down to the floor. They were in a relationship that was ending. The person was cheating on them. The person was not relating with them really well. They were not doing okay. Their parent had died. They were engaging in substance use. They were just a hot mess. They lost their job. They lost a bunch of friends. They just were a shell of a person. So coming in, the level of desperation and just feeling of being lost was just overwhelming from the start. And when you start therapy and you're in that kind of bad shape, not only are you just in a situation where you feel hopeless, but you also just feel like, where do I even begin? And to be honest with you, this individual was around for a while. I was meeting up with them weekly for months on end. I can't even tell you how long I was meeting with this individual. But much like in any good story of therapy, seven problems that she walked in with, one got taken care of along the way, down to six. And then you got another issue taken care of. You're down to five. And slowly over time, certain things are mitigated and extinguished. 
And soon enough, most of the things are gone, or they're kind of in the background, fairly manageable. So you get to a point where the person comes in and they're like, I'm doing good. I really don't have anything to talk about. And let me tell you, that is the canary in the coal mine. Whenever someone comes in and says, I really don't have much to talk about today. And that happens in the general, like back and forth of therapy, but there's almost like a, a twinge in their voice. There's, there's kind of a glint in their eye where they are almost kind of confused as to, I really don't know what to do with this anymore. And they almost think that I take offense to that, that it's kind of like, oh my gosh, I'm telling the therapist that, that I'm doing too well. They're going to tell me that I don't see it correctly. And I like to think that I'm a good therapist, you know, maybe, perhaps. And actually, whenever I hear that, I almost kind of like a bad guy in a movie, clap my hands and just rub them together because like, oh my gosh, it's happening. So this individual, I pretty much revealed to them, it looks like I no longer am of use to you. And this is not a condescending comment. This is not actually me being mean or self-deprecating. No, my existence has been fulfilled. I am like a genie. When a therapist enters into your life, you summon us out of nowhere, and we grant your wishes of feeling better. Obviously, that's an overstatement, but honestly, you summon us whenever it is that you like, you ask us to do something, hopefully that thing basically is put into the back of your head, and, well, you get whatever it is you're looking for in the end. You do all the work, but we helped along the way. So I tell this individual, hey, I kind of am no longer of use to you. You're free to go. And they were befuddled. It's a breakup. They actually feel like, wait a minute, no, this thing was, was part of, of my life and now you're taking it away from me. And it's always the same beats in these situations. It's almost like a bewilderment, a partial, this is good, but why does it feel bad? And the thing is, is that that's actually the right kind of reaction to it you want to be happy to get rid of me you want to be happy to be like oh my gosh I can take care of this and I no longer need to have this individual kind of like guiding me through this again a therapist is a person you did not have in your life up until a certain point and then why should I be in the rest of your life the rest of the way now I do have an individual well I have several who have been with me for a very prolonged amount of time. Whenever it is that you have a person, at least from where I'm coming from, that has been around for over a year, there's usually one of two things that would be the reason for that. Number one, the situation has gotten complicated and we had to adjust on the fly. And now the therapy is addressing a completely different issue. Or much like that genie analogy I mentioned earlier, you're just summoning me after a certain point, whenever there's an issue, for a nice kind of tune-up of sorts, to address certain things, to just, just get into a sort of maintenance mode. And that is usually the only other circumstance in which therapy, at least that I work with people, is for prolonged amounts of time. So I have people who have been around for several years where they don't use me because they need me. They use me almost kind of as a nice little tune-up where they come in and it's like, I'm doing this right. I think it's right. I think I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm doing it right, right? And I just pretty much tell them, yes, you are. 
Consider A, B, and C, and off you go into the into the wild. I am like a mother hen, just helping people be able to leave the nest and go flock elsewhere. Go away, shoo, you could fly now. So it's a very weird experience for people when it's time to stop. And there are some folks which are able to figure out that it's time to stop and they don't even give me the luxury of a goodbye. They just stop coming. They feel great. They don't want to tell me that they feel great and they go away. And hey, that's perfectly fine. Have you ever gone to a doctor and revisited them to tell them I'm actually doing very healthy doctor just wanted to let you know that my cold is gone no and that's perfectly fine I don't take no offense mazel tov enjoy your life but there are some people where I have now been tethered to their success and they do not know that actually your success is your own and you only have tethered me to it because I just came along for the ride but it wasn't because of me you did it it's always very difficult to recognize for a lot of people that the therapist no longer is needed and some people convert me into a maintenance genie but a lot of times when you get that feeling in therapy that oh I have nothing to talk about anymore just remember that's actually a good thing and that's it for today thank you so much for listening Remember to like or subscribe to the podcast, leave a review if you like, share. It's always good to get feedback. Remember to follow us on Twitter at SomeTalesFrom or email the mailbag at SomeTalesFromTheChair at gmail.com. I'll see you next time. Thanks for coming. Take care out there. You're still listening? It's over. Turn it off.